podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast. It's episode 300 and something and I am broadcasting to you from my house in a field in beautiful rural Ireland as always. My name's Trev Downey and I'm joined tonight by Lisa Marie Hanahan and Cam Branch as we do the thing that we do for you every week. And I want to get us started this week by playing you a little clip that came to mind because of everything that I am seeing um, around me every day in the uh, in the news, in the media. Um, it's like people are falling over themselves uh, to spin things in certain ways. And I just thought this little clip here is absolutely perfect. Now, for context, at the end, the little bit of silence at the end, uh, the guy who's speaking is holding up a newspaper which says, minister screws it up completely just so you know that um but that's just a little bit of extra context i think the clip itself speaks for itself so without any further ado this is the clip i wanted to talk to you about or play for you i don't think it needs any chit chat afterwards because it tells its own story here we go is the government right about everything good evening i'm gerald manley paxman is the government right about everything I'm joined by the government minister. Good evening, government minister. Good evening, Gerald Manley. Is the government right about everything? Yes. Are you sure? Are you doubting me? Not for a moment, and I do apologise if I appear to be. Please continue to speak for as long as you like without any interruption whatsoever. The government is right about everything because it is a good government, composed of extremely intelligent, high-minded and deeply moral ministers. Thank you, Minister. You're the most interesting man I've ever met. Time to look at tomorrow's papers. The Times leads with the government's right about everything. The Telegraph goes for the government is right about everything. And this rag leads with some complete poppycock. I mean, what else do you need? Uh that was my little uh, opener for you. Hopefully it hasn't brought the mood down too much and hasn't sent Cam Branch into a tailspin, a furious tailspin of Tory <laughs> hate and rage. Uh, and he might get through his, his opening without, um, I don't know, doing his usual thing of berating listeners uh, for the sins of others. Mr. Branch, how are you? <laughs> oh, so many truths in those words. <laughs> Not so many, actually. Full on 100% truths in those words. Um, yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Trev. Uh, how are you today? How are you, happy, Lisa? Happy. Out. I thought I'd say ask Lisa how she is. I always ask how you are. I thought I'd ask Lisa as well. How are you, Lisa? Are you well? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Cam. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I thought, you know, and uh, and a belated happy birthday. I don't think I actually said it. Um, so oh. uh, there you go. <laughs> Now that we're now that we're a week and a half past, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you know me. You know, I like I like to make an entrance. So, uh, I'm delighted. The uh, I'm delighted. Cam's overly formal uh, intro, uh, awkward awkward formal intro, uh, has ended with his smarm hitting a wall. Uh, lucky pal, I see what you're trying to do. Now get back on track and give us your opener. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you both. Lovely. Love a question. Right then. Who is the greatest sports person of all time? In your opinion. Obviously. Oh, okay. It's just an opinion thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it, 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 obviously it's subjective. Yeah. Because yeah, there, are, there are numerous views on who would be the greatest sports person. But 
you know, this is the debate. What makes the person you feel the greatest sports person of all time? Mm, I have some thoughts. Uh, I, I will defer to Lisa Marie for oh, her. <laughs> <laughs> for her opinion first if you like if not i can go into full you stuff. may go first you okay. may go first Robert. okay so 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 right. i need so to think I'm, I'm immediately i'm immediately uh heading down a road where you've got athletes who can compete um in multiple sports right so i'm thinking your carl lewis your jesse owens types right Yep. That's where I'm going with that. Uh, that's my immediate take, and, and should I do that? But then I go, well, hang on, it is subjective, and it's just the greatest sports person of all time. And so then I started thinking about, you know, a little bit closer to home, a little bit more parochial. I was thinking about in Ireland, you know, a, 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 a pretty uncontroversial choice might be someone like Katie Taylor, who's just absolutely dominated the sport of boxing, uh, mm-hmm. women's boxing, and she's just an outrageously good athlete and has made every step up through from Olympics to professional boxing and is dominating cards now as well. So she'd be a a great shout for like a local Irish shout. Um, But I'm just going to go with the person who had the most impact on me in terms of uh, the personality of the guy, the ideas that I got exposed to via things that he said and did the inspiration that I got from him just as a, a kind of a, an impressive dude um, in so many ways. Uh, and I go with Muhammad Ali just because that's a personal choice. Uh, Lisa Marie, who would you go with? Oh, <clears throat> you know, there's been a lot of kind of talk about this, you know, especially this week with Tom Brady um, retiring from the NFL, announcing yeah. his retirement. So. Yeah. He's certainly a shout um, for what he has accomplished in his career. Um, along those lines, I think Derek Jeter, who um, played for the New York Yankees, is another good one. Um, he led a relatively injury-free career and had a very, very long one only playing for the Yankees. So um, he's also been kind of a personal favorite of mine, even though I don't generally like baseball as a sport. I think it's boring. Um, yeah, uh, Muhammad cricket, Ali. Yeah came popped into my mind as well you know he's always one especially over here that is very much considered um a great for all the for all the things he did so i i think i would have to second that as well trevor nice nice we're 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 heading into a, a majority here anyway but cam i'm interested you've always given this some tall who did you sign off on? i have yeah you're both obviously wrong yeah, yeah. of course of course <laughs> you know, of course we are that goes without saying because yeah the great sportsman of all time is obviously Jersey Dudek for the double save in the 2005 <laughs> Champions League final against Shevchenko. So um, how, how you could even you know, the audacity to consider anybody else is uh, is beyond me. But um, in all seriousness, no, the, the, I, I think it's a, an, an exhaustive list. You know, you, you could look at you, you said multiple sports. Well, how about multiple uh, events? In one sport, Michael Phelps, how many Olympic medals? It felt like a hundred. Um, <laughs> you look at you look at tennis players, the the level of effort and skill, and you know work they have to put in to win just just to be a top player is you know is phenomenal. And so you look at the likes of Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, you know all in the in the twenties, you know with the Grand Slams or nineteen twenties. Um, you look at Martina Navratilova, another wonderful tennis player. You know, uh, uh, Billie Jean, she was amazing as well. Uh, you can go to golf. You can look at Nicholas. You can look at um, uh, Tiger Woods. You know, they're, they're just unbelievable. Um, go to, um, you know, look in the worlds of athletics, like you said, Carl Lewis, Jesse Owens. If you're looking at multiple events and, you know, not that he would be the great sportsman, Daley Thompson would be somebody on a personal level, I think was, you know, who had a great influence on me mm. as a sports person, mm. you know, as a sports personality as well, in the way that he carried himself throughout that time. And, you know, and what he did in 84 in Los Angeles, I thought was amazing yeah. the way he won that, you know, that gold medal. Yeah. So, but I think as a, as you both, you know, both stated, you know, it, for me, the answer will be Ali. I, I wouldn't say he was the greatest boxer of all time. I wouldn't say he was, uh, but as a sports person, as a sports personality, 
he was head and shoulders above everyone. And I think that's why I would go for Ali because it was just the influence he had with his words as well. The way he spoke outside of the ring, the the stance he took and, you know, stepped back from boxing because he wouldn't go and fight in the war. And, you know, to, you know, to have that belief in his convictions that, you know, I'm not doing this because it's wrong and I'm prepared to sacrifice my career for that and then still come back and still win world I, I'm not sure if he did win world titles afterwards I'm, I'm assuming he did oh he but, did he yeah. did and, and 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 that just shows you know the level of the man the character of the man the fact that if you say anywhere in the world Muhammad Ali people know who you're talking about no disrespect but you go and say Michael Jordan anywhere in the world some people won't know what you're talking about you go and say Ayrton Senna somewhere in the world or Michael Schumacher or Lewis Hamilton, people will not know what you're talking about. But you, and again, with footballers, you might say Pele, you might say Maradona, you might say Messi. Most people in the world will know, but they didn't have that effect on people that Ali did. And I think that's why he will always be Second to Jersey Duda. <laughs> I didn't see you re- rowing in with us, actually. I'm delighted to hear you say that. And just f- in terms of uh, getting a f- focus or a view on the man, if you are listening to us wittering on and thinking, um, I don't really know what they're talking about, um, get yourself and get your papers on When We Were Kings. It's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It's about um, Ali's fight with Foreman in Zaire in 1974. Um, Yeah, it's a tremendous documentary. You've got all sorts of talking heads on there, like Norman Mailer's on there, George Plimpton, these great kind of um, figures of of letters, uh, but they're completely in awe of the man. And it's well worth uh, your time. It's beautifully put together film. One of the best documentaries I think I've ever seen and a tremendous impact on me. Uh, We need to start segueing into Liverpool stuff because we have quite a lot of it to get through. And obviously the the, the only story in town in many ways is, is Luis Diaz. And the interesting part about the story, I mean, when we were talking last, um, was Sunday, right? Um, and we're looking ahead to see would we get anything done in the very last bits of the window. That didn't work out. But at the last time we spoke, Diaz was 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 done as a deal, and and it was very exciting and all the rest of it. But it still seemed far away because he was far away, and there were medicals to be done and all that kind of thing. But now today we get to see him arriving. Um, getting hugged by Jurgen in the uh sort of uh accepted fashion at this stage and then for me the little kicker was Jürgen sort of ushers him on to Pep Linders and Pep's able to chat to him in his own language a little bit and I think that's going to be immensely important and it got me thinking who else is going to be able to speak to Luis uh, and help him settle in in that regard like who are the people on our on our squad that have the Spanish language and I can think of a handful um, because obviously that's going to be a pretty bloody important thing you'd imagine um, for him to settle in um, or in these especially in the, 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 the opening days and weeks you know um, so I'm trying to do the sums here I, I, I'm thinking probably probably any of the boys who've done a bit of time in Spain and then I'm going who's that just Tiago, who, who, who are we talking about here? Well, how close, and I'm showing my ignorance here probably, but how close is Portuguese to Spanish? I, you see, that's the problem. I, 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 in, my, in my naivety, because I have a little bit of Spanish, I don't have any Portuguese, but I know what it sounds like and I can hear the differences, but I don't know if I can hear the similarities. So I said to my pal who speaks Portuguese, uh, what's the, you know, he's, he's one of these um, polyglot types and he, he's, he's got lots of different languages. And he said, yeah, not really at all, um, depending on how strong the accents are and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's a, that's that was my that was my thought as well. Um, but I kind Although of, you would guess, having played in Porto, that he's probably picked up bits of Portuguese. Yeah, well, there you go. In his right? time. 
There you go. So hopefully there's going to be, you know, more than Thiago that can chat to him is my point. Um, uh, But, you know, uh, that's not a bad guy to have in your corner, I guess, as things go. And by the way, Cam, apart altogether from the hugging, which is always lovely to see, but I'd imagine really, I'd imagine uh, fans of other clubs find it utterly nauseating. You know, I'm sure they do. And good. Yeah, exactly. Um, But what I loved was... What is this guy doing? He's immediately in the door. He's got his jersey on. And he's dancing. He loves a dance, this kid. And no fear or 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 or, or sort of uh, awkwardness about it. There's little gifts everywhere of Luis Diaz dancing, uh, and I find this uh, to be tremendous fun indeed. Have you seen these? You have. Um, I was listening to one of the AI pods um, with these one of the South American correspondents, football writers, and he mentioned that. Um, you know, he 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 loves to dance, and then I saw a video of him uh, doing his dance, and it was a it's a dance that's very specific to his region where he's from, uh, yes. in Colombia, and um, so it's uh it, it's quite Bhangra centric as well. There's a little bit, you know, we, uh, we, you know, I can see the bit of Bhangra in there, and uh, uh, you know, <laughs> dancing is dancing ultimately. You know, it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. So not that I can dance, I've got two left feet, so. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm shockingly bad on the dance floor. So, uh, um, but yeah, he does like a dance, doesn't he? So, but going back to the uh, the language question, um, you you for, you've forgotten somebody really really crucial. I mean, um, before I tell you that person, you um, you got to remember he was in um, uh, at Porto f- since 2019, so yeah. he would have picked up a bit of Portuguese. So yeah. all the Brazilian lads will be able to convert. Exactly. So Fab's yeah. there for chatting and yeah. all, and all, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah but exactly. There is one person you have forgotten. You, Go on you, 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 this is really left field. And that's James Milner. Yes, he, he, speaks, he speaks Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> he speaks Spanish with his kids. I did not know this about Millie, and now I like him even more. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. Why? Why not? But. <laughs> Right. Okay, but like I was wondering, what, like, because is, is, it's good. Is, 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 he, he wants his kids to be bilingual. So okay, uh, okay. Um, okay. It's just, I, I mean, I don't think it was because Millie probably ever felt felt that uh, felt that he was going to go and um, play in Spain or anything like that. I, I I don't think that was the case. But I I just felt it was important to um, his kids to be able to speak another language. This is what I'm assuming. Just putting two and two together. You know, the question you'd like to say why? So this was what I would think, and that's that. He feels, you know, um, it's great to have a, a second language on board. And uh, what's the second most spoken language in the world? Possibly the first most spoken language in the world. And it, it's Spanish. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, Cantonese is now um, the one that they say, if you're going to get your kids to learn any second language, that's a language to learn. So, um, Or it might be Mandarin. It's one or the other. Uh, whichever one is the, the most spoken uh, language in China. Um, because that really does boost the intelligence levels if you can learn one of the Chinese languages. Well, one of the uh, one of the big takeaways for me from that welcome video, speaking of languages, was you know I'm looking at it right. It just reminds me of a scene that I have to basically do every single day in my job. You know, you're standing there, all masked up, and. Uh, some young lad is coming walking towards you with his mask down over his chin and <laughs> you know you, you're trying to you're trying and basically what i want the the, the, the takeaway for me from that video wasn't uh, luis diaz's neat little louis vuitton backpack uh but rather Kloppo just looks him up and down like he's a piece of meat He's like totally assessing him. He's like a lad who's uh, going to buy a, a, a bullock at a mart and he's just looking him up and down. What, the minute he lets him go uh, from the hug, he's just staring up and down. He's got no words. He can't say anything to him. He's going, uh, good, yeah? And, and Diaz goes, yeah, good. And then he just gets <laughs> shoved. He gets shoved on to Pep for a bit of a chat. But not before Klopp has thoroughly just run the 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 uh the rule over him with his with his uh very judgmental eyes i thought that was a great little takeaway moment um uh, i wouldn't like to be getting um assessed by Klopp in that fashion certainly not at the moment until i uh until i get into better shape of <laughs> <How> much <laughs> he's uh he, he's quite the critical judge 
uh, judge, judging by that video. That's unbelievable. Like quite literally looks him up and down. Check it out. Hey, Kloppo, maybe you want to you want to have a look at himself. There, he's a bit of a bit of a gut on him. He, well, he's carrying a bit of timber there, uh, Kloppo. <laughs> he should probably he should probably start closer to home with the with the uh, searching gaze. Uh, I, 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 well, he's I probably was... thinking I could give him some of my gut because he he's, he looks a little uh, <laughs> on the light side there. So, uh... <laughs> by, by the way, it was, it was only in passing, and I didn't want to interrupt your flow. But I am absolutely devastated, Cam, to hear that you are not. Uh, a bit of a mover and a shaker on the dance floor. That this is this is. I'll, this I'll, is... I'll go on. I, I I'm not embarrassed that I'm the worst dancer on the dance floor. Right. Okay. Have, yeah, yeah, but I have no moves whatsoever. So don't be expecting, you know, <laughs> me to wow anyone. Occasionally yeah. something might just work, but no. It yeah. Doesn't. I would imagine uh, mostly, obviously, like most um, uh, adult males, uh, m- most of my dancing will will only happen when I'm when I'm inebriated. So uh, in the in oh, that no, no, I'm sober. Oh, don't worry about that. Yeah. Oh, no dear fear. God. Dear no God. fear at all. But no, I can't. I can't. I can't do anything. Nothing whatsoever. Well, I'm I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm some sort of. Um, hybrid of Nureyev and uh, Travolta uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm there on the dance floor I have to admit yeah but the the, the reality is probably very very different indeed uh, this brings us to of course ask Lisa Marie whether or not she is the greatest dancer well I wouldn't say I'm the greatest but I can hold my own out on the dance oh, floor oh yeah what a surprise, okay. eh? what a surprise. you've got those have you got uh, maybe one or two so I've got, uh, look, I can at least find the beat to the music and, okay. you know, okay, be okay. in rhythm. I mean, look, trust me, my daughter's skill in dance does not come from her father's side of the family. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I hear where you're going. And before you get yourself in any trouble, any sense of rhythm that my children have, it's all from their mother. <laughs> Excellent. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, I, I better move you on before you get in trouble with your husband there uh, any further. Uh, you know, oh, there, he, there he are will pl- fully admit it. He will fully admit it. He's. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. That would not come to a surprise to him. He he fully admits it. Self knowledge is good. Self knowledge is good. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I could go on about Luis Diaz. I've heard lots of podcasts about him. The only thing that I want to say is that the most exciting thing for me about Luis Diaz's arrival, um, and with the obvious exception of, and this will be our next topic, um, Sadio and Mo, who are uh, individually dragging their teams uh, to the finals, uh, the, the final of, of, of the Africa Cup of Nations, which is, you know, real tribute to both men. Um, it's only a, a shame that only one of them can win it. Um with the exception of them and Tiago, who haven't gotten fit again, got a chest infection uh, after getting fit again and is still not quite ready. Um, we do have a very, very full looking squad to pick from, including Luis Diaz. And this is tremendously exciting because when Mo and Sadio come back, hopefully uninjured, we're looking at um, a really, really good situation. Currently, Thiago, like I said, who had been sidelined with a hip in- injury, um, had this um, a chest infection. Uh, that news broke this morning, and honestly, it was all I could do not to fire my phone through the window because all I want to see is is Thiago playing. Um, <laughs> Divock, according to Kloppo, ooh, he said he trained recently, looked very good, um, but it was the first time in full team training. So... Um, uh, from here we go as well, he said, which is just the most gloriously vague Kloppo comment ever. On Harvey Elliott, he said he's in a good place in full team training. Now we have to see what's right for him. Is it right to start? Is it right to come on? But he will be in the squad for Cardiff. And honestly, lads, I did not think this was possible uh, when when the injury happened. And I'm so excited about this. So we could be in a situation when we're barring Divock and assuming that um, uh, Tiago gets over his his, his uh, sniffles or, or chest rattle or whatever he's got going on. Um, with the exception of Divock, we could have a full squad of players to pick from um, when it comes to um, the next Premier League game. Certainly we could have by the Premier League game after that. And this is just tremendous because this is what fills me with belief that, you know, all of those 
skittles that are there to be knocked over could be knocked over. I'm ridiculously full of hope on the back of this. Lisa Marie, do, does that seem uh, daft to you? Do you see where I'm going with this? If we get uh, the re-injection of what Harvey Elliott can give us, even if it takes a few games, and uh, a look at what Luis Diaz can offer us, even if it takes a few games, uh, you know, we are definitely a different prospect all of a sudden. We know we've got a good, solid, strong defence. If we can just keep our midfield um, personnel anyway fit at all, it's just an exciting second half of the season. I, I don't, th- I don't remember looking forward to one as much. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, all of these things that you're saying fill me with absolute joy, and and they're like late birthday gifts. And so I'm, I'm thankful for those as well. Um, you know, and I think the fact is, is it offers us options. You know, we have options, or Klopp, I should say, has options on how he sets. You know, he he doesn't have to play players because that's all he has available to him. Um, you know, he can, you know, and we can rest players or, or whatever. And, and I think even, you know, Harvey being back in the squad, I think that's a lift for the rest of the team as well, because we all yeah. saw how absolutely devastated, you know, Klopp and, and the whole team was for him when he had that injury. And so, you know, when someone has been injured or ill or something and, and, you know that they've had this long road back, you know, you, you're as happy for them as you can be. So, I mean, I think those pictures from, you know, the first time Harvey was back in training, you could, you could, you know, you could just kind of feel, you know, in the air that they were delighted, you know, for him to be there. So I think that lift, I think, yeah, I think Diaz coming into the team, I think the whole thing is just, you're absolutely right. Usually about this time of the year, it's just like, oh, please God, let us just, okay. Let us let us win this one and let us win the next one, you know, or the last few years have felt that way a bit. Um, but, yeah, it 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 seems very, very bright as as we look forward to the to the rest of the season. Excitingly so, Cam. And you, you see where I'm going with this. Obviously, you know, um, you don't want to make yourself a hostage fortune. You don't want to over egg the pudding at all. But it, 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 we have a right to be excited about this group um, now that it's been enhanced by the return of uh, a really promising youngster. And this, you know, who knows what we have in Luis Diaz. I think some people are expecting a little bit too much. I'm worried about that. But we do know that you certainly will uh, worry the bejesus out of defenders. And that's a real bonus because we don't have too many of them especially when uh we've noticed that when the two lads are AWOL there's only really Diogo Jada who runs directly at uh defenders and, and, and upsets them in that regard um so he for that alone he's a lovely addition isn't he yeah I mean uh, his skill set looks phenomenal you know from the uh the eight clips I've seen of him you know I mean um it's a very small sample size but He's definitely got something about him. Um, it's 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 amazing what this one signing has, has just done, the lift it has given. Uh, obviously not just to the fan base, but I'm assuming as well to the to the whole squad, because the more player, better quality players you have in the squad, the better chance you have of winning things, and everybody then becomes a part of that. They all get a winner's medal. You know, assuming they played enough games or whatever and contributed, so um, it, it's it, it's it's something just feels magical to be a Reds fan again. Not that it wasn't before, I mean, you know, um, but it just it's it's something that we've all been asking for. We wanted signings. Um, perhaps the signing came earlier because the hand was forced, but good. It shows that the club are not just sitting there not doing anything because that they don't want to they 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 know who they want and they're prepared to wait for that person to make sure they get the right people in i mean you suddenly look at um just going slightly off track but still within what we talk about look at the youngsters we've now got coming through the the, the squad is evolving we we, we just don't realize it's evolving and I, I know we've spoken about it before. There was a, a, a bit of an age gap between the aging players and the players that we need coming through. But suddenly, Thiago's 25, Diaz is 25, Curtis Jones is 20, 
Gomez 21. Is His birthday was this 21, week. sorry. Um, <laughs> Trent's 22. Um, uh, Did Joe you Gomez... say Diago was 25? I think he meant to say Diogo. <laughs> Oh, Diogo. Diogo, sorry. You did say Diogo, Tiago, Jota. but I think you meant to say yeah, Diogo. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Diogo, Jota. Sorry, oh, you're having a senior moment yeah. there, Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's normal. And I know. think, when, isn't Trent 23? Uh, 22 and a half. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. Don't forget that, you know, he's, he's younger than he looks. A lot younger. A lot, lot younger. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, the Joe Gomez is, what, 23, 24? Uh, Kelleher, um, 20... Kelleher's like 23, I think. Yeah, so um, Simicast, how old is he? He's probably... He's 25. I mean, 25, he's, so. Yeah, he's older, or, or we, 24. We, we, you've you've, just, this, you've done this thing now, because we don't know this, you've made us all look bad. I know, now I'm over here looking. <laughs> yeah. All right, Trent <laughs> is 23. He turned 23 in October. Trent's 23? Yep, he was 23 oh, wow, in October. Wow. Okay. Um, and I think, I think Costas is... Hold on. He's like 26. He's 25. Like Costas okay. is 25. He'll be 26 okay. in May. There so, you go. There you go. So, I mean, I've named seven, eight players there. Obviously, Harvey Elliott, 18. Um, and I'm, uh, I did say Curtis, you know, uh, he's obviously 21 now. Um, so there's only seven, eight players there. And, then, and those players are the ones that are going to start coming through. And then you've got Gordon, Morton. Suddenly the future doesn't look too bad when, and and you consider look the players that are on long term contracts like VVD, um, Fabinho, uh, Allison, Robertson signed a long term one this summer too, yeah. Yeah, Hendo, yeah, sorry, uh, but <laughs> um, you know, and then we're hoping that obviously uh, Mane and Salah and get new contracts. I don't want Mane to leave. I want just competition places up top. People are talking about Diaz coming in and taking Mane's place. No. No, 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 not at all. Diaz has got to fight for a place in the squad. In the first in the first eleven, sorry. He's not just, yeah. just because he's a new signing, he's not just gonna walk in and get that slot. It doesn't work that way. You I was know, I was Klopp's gonna blood this player in over the over the next five, six months till the mm. rest of the season. And it'll be next season we'll see what Diaz is really about because he's got to learn to play the Liverpool way. Some players can come in and just straight away, bang, do it. Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, no problem. Other Diogo, players, Diogo Jada. So maybe this guy can do it too. It would, yeah, it would be, it'd be, will, yeah. it, it would be, be lovely. Be fascinating to see. It will. This is my point. This is what's so exciting about all of this. And, you know, you, you, there's another guy who we have to mention because he's been such a part of the transfer window story. Uh, and, w- w- you know, the likelihood is that hopefully they'll get they'll get the a deal done in the summer for Fabio Carvalho as well, who looks like an exciting prospect. So you could have a lot of very good young kids um, in the squad. And obviously, in regards with regard to availability, which was the topic I sort of started this all off with, uh, Klopp was said about Mo and Mane that um, he thinks they will be available. He says the one who wins will probably fly back home to their country for celebration. That's how it is. I think Tuesday or Wednesday latest, the winner will be back. The other one probably slightly earlier. We will see. And they'll have to talk to them. One thing anyway, he says they'll have rhythm. They've played quite a few games. We'll see. I'll have to talk to them. Now, this is really, really good. And this is really exciting. This is what I'm saying. Like for uh, the Leicester game, things are looking quite good. Yeah, which is Thursday. Things are looking quite good. Um, and, and, and I do want to talk about what February looks like on the whole. But let's just wrap up a few little other loose ends. I've mentioned Carvalho there. An awful lot of people getting exaggeratedly upset that that didn't get done. You, you can never please. You can never please people. It's it's remarkable. But we did Wasn't have... the swing remarkable? I mean... Oh, man. I mean, you, you wake up the next morning and it's like FSG out. How can they these bumbling amateurs not get this done, et cetera, et cetera. Fair play to them. And tremendous lads uh, on, on the Twitter. Um, um, and, um, you know, I, I, all I can say is uh, they are they're a remarkable breed. Um, they obviously it's obviously just like happiness is is not a thing. Uh, for these guys and and that's fine look you know I'm not going to judge how you live uh, knock yourself out I just don't mind me muting you I won't block you I'm not going to be aggressive 
uh, but I never want to see what you have to say about anything. Um, so <laughs> I, I I did want to wrap up the 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 transfer window corner here by talking about the moves away from the club um, for Nathaniel Phillips and Nico Williams on loan. Um, I think people thought there might be more than that getting done in terms of outgoings. Um, for different reasons, they did not happen. But the moves for Nat Phillips uh, and Nico uh, to to um, Bournemouth and Fulham, respectively, they're good moves. Those guys will play. They'll be uh, sort of, you'd imagine, uh, very welcomed and popular because they're going to be good by comparison, you'd imagine, uh, and, and step up. I can see Nico doing very well uh, where he's going. I can see Nat Phillips doing really well where he's going. Um, I'm, I'm happy for both of those guys. I'm going to ask you an obvious question, Lisa Marie. Um, do you think, is there any way in which, you know, out of an abundance of caution, um, we've, we've made a, a wrong decision there or are you more than comfortable that you've got a world-class potentially world-class defender like joe gomez to step in for trent uh right back or whoever we decide to rotate around um in terms of the nico williams thing and do we have let's just let's just be honest more than um enough wonderful talent at center half or or or, or like i say out of an abundance of caution and with the fact that we are in four competitions still uh were you were you a little bit i don't know angst angst ridden to see these two guys going no i i i agree with you i think it's good for both of them um you know i i think you know it's been on a bit unfortunate for Nico that, you know, he's behind Trent, you know, who is, who is fabulous. So I, I think it's, it's good that he's getting that move over to Fulham. Um, is that, that's where Harry Wilson ended up. Right. So, you know, yeah. familiar face, I mean, not just a countryman, you know, but also, you know, played together at Liverpool as well. So I think that's a great move for him. And, you know, and if it ends up being a permanent move for him, I think that's great because, you know, I, I, we've talked before that, think he needs rhythm you know he needs to be able to play consistently and so I I was very pleased you know that he was able to get get a loan move elsewhere um and and I think we've got yeah we've got Joe Gomez I mean Milner has come in I think and played some at right back and who's the young kid is it is it Connor Bradley yeah that has played yeah. in at right back so I think you know I think we've got you know options if needed um in that position. I mean, none of them would be maybe fantastic as a long-term option, but, but, you know, to maybe pull Trent out at, you know, 60 or 70 minutes, you know, when there's a close run of games and, and bring one of them on to, to see a game out, I think is, I think is more than fine. As to Nat Phillips, I, I, same thing. I mean, I think it's great that he's getting a move away. Um, you know, we've got our, our four main guys. And then Reese Williams was pulled back from his loan at, was it Swansea? So we've got that fifth center back still. So yeah, I, yeah, I, think, that's it'll, true. I think it'll be okay. I maybe am cautiously optimistic, um, but, but I think, I th- think it'll be, I think it'll be okay. I think that's fair. I think, I think that's it, it, as well, just out of, what because of what Nat Phillips did for us this time last year and leading up to the end of the season, I, th- I think he deserves all the good things. I'll be honest, and uh, Nico can only benefit from playing um, because he's one of those players who might well have enough uh, to make it at Liverpool. But I think an awful lot of people have an eyebrow raised, um, whether that's fair or not. So it'd be nice to see him heading off and doing something and um, getting that little bit of affirmation from playing constantly. And I, I would imagine he will. Um, I'm not sure what his competition is going to be like there because I don't really follow the championship too closely, but um, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. And we will watch with interest, but obviously <laughs> interest is going to be a lot closer to home because there are so many good things happening around the club at the moment. And I want to just quickly look at the month to come because there's such a huge month ahead of us um we start on sunday after uh, sunday midday right against cardiff um we are at home in the fa cup which is a lovely uh, uh way to begin this run do you know uh, what but, time that game starts over here okay so 12 o'clock here when you said you're what five it would five be hours six behind. in the morning yes yeah yeah <laughs> 
yeah so obviously that's one that's one that you'll be um you'll be watching on delay um so so that, that's and then yeah. you can go to mass afterwards there's no issues there that's the problem is well yeah. mass is at 11 so i'm usually oh. up on sunday morning but not quite that early <laughs> yeah no seriously no, it's worth it this week that's uh <laughs> That's probably just a, a step too far. Although the, the interesting thing is, I, I, I don't, and I don't know, uh, is it because it's the FA Cup? I wonder, you know, if it was a crucial Five game. Early? Yeah. Well, no, but if it was a crucial game against, say, City in the league, I, 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 I'm betting on you getting up, you know, that kind of way. So oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> we, we do, at this stage, like, you, you don't want to burn out, Lisa Marie. You've got to cut your cloth here. Uh, it's, <laughs> you know, it's important. Uh, I'm very, very aware of our, of our, our fans in in, in far flung places that they uh, they don't burn out like I've got I've got friends in 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 Australia and oh. those guys those guys have a those guys that's have dedication a, yeah genuinely you know that's they have a tough there um, but just to talk about this month then obviously we have the Cardiff game midday on Sunday and then it's a turnaround on the Thursday night uh, for the first of two Premier League games. The, this is against Leicester City uh, and again at home. We're then away at Burnley the following Sunday at two o'clock kickoff, which is um, one of those really annoying times. And I can't help but notice um, maybe that's going to change. It'll have to change, actually, but I can't help but notice it hasn't been picked up by any of the tv channels uh on the club's official website but then again none none of them have after inter so maybe it's just mm, that is a bad that is a bad bad feeling for me of a stream um <laughs> wednesday then following uh wednesday after burnley uh we have a quick turnaround to go away to the san siro and play inter in the champions league um, a much bigger game than I think um, most Reds are uh, giving it credit for. Uh, there's a, We had a tremendous confidence coming out of the back of our group and it's well deserved. Uh, but these guys will represent proper, proper opposition. Um, and again, a quick turnaround. Saturday after that, we go to Norwich. Sorry, we have Norwich at home in the Premier League. And the Leeds game, I think this is the rearranged fixture. Uh, I it hope is. this it is, is the yeah. fixture. It is. is on From, Wednesday. Is it Boxing Day, the one that was cancelled? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So this is on Wednesday, the 23rd. Now, um, the game against Arsenal um, in the Premier League was postponed. So that means we see the month out uh, on the following Sunday after Leeds, where we play at home. We see the following, uh, we see the month out on um, Sunday, the 27th. In the Carabao Cup final. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a month and a half of fixtures right there. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to all of them. Each of them presents their own in individual and interesting challenges. And I suppose what I wanted to ask you is, what do you think, Cam, a good month is there? I mean, we've got, let's just count it up, one, two, three, four, five Premier League games, the Champions League game, the uh, FA Cup game, and the Carabao Cup final. So what represents a good month for you? I mean, obviously a good month is we win all of them. But uh, what if, if someone was offering you something now, what would, what would you take if you had to do a little bit of bargaining? All right, before I answer that, there's uh, one player I, I forgot in that youngster list, and I then it's criminal of me to forget that, and that's uh, Canate. Of course. So, uh, I, yeah. Before uh, everyone jumps on me afterwards, you didn't say Canate. I've said it now. Um, I meant out in the social media world there, not you two, obviously. You'd, you'd never jump on me like that. No, um, no, no, definitely never. Not. Where's Carl when I need him? Um, uh, right then, month of February. Five Premier League games, did you say? Wow. Yes. Uh, a Champions League game. Um, oh, sorry, it's not. Final. It's sorry, I'm it's wrong. It's not five because the Arsenal, yeah, the Arsenal was postponed. So it's oh, right, four, sorry, four, four. So there are 12 points up for grabs. There's progress to the fourth round, fifth round, fifth, fifth round of the FA Cup, the round. Yeah. and there is a trophy and a first leg uh, Champions League tie, which is away. Okay. Um, five wins and a draw. But you, hang on, is there a trophy involved there? Yeah. Okay. That's one of the wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 hey, sorry for asking for specifics from you. Okay. Yeah. Five the wins draw would be Inter away. 
Yeah, you take a draw away in Inter. Yeah, I suppose oh, that's yeah, a, long. That, that's long. that's obviously a solid enough uh, uh, result uh, in in the Champions League. Listen, Marie, for you, I mean, I, 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 you know, it, it's very tempting to say we win all of them, um, but is there anything that is is Cardiff obviously very much, very very much on the lowest rung there for you? Like, it'd be nice if we went on, but you don't really care, or have you elevated it a bit because now we have so many players back and it might be a possibility for some silverware? Yeah, Trev, you've got me all in on the quad for this year. Ah, okay, nice, good, 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 good. I'm glad. I'm all in there. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah. so, so they're all they're all equally important then. Uh, well, I don't know about equally important. I mean, if I have to start sacrificing, but, um, but but I like the possibility. You know, I like the possibility that it's that it's hanging out there as a as a as four shiny things for us. Yes. So I like that. Yes. Um, I'm feeling greedy. What can I say? Yes. I uh, listen, and I think it's so. I think it's so justifiable, you know. We, we uh, oh, what happened there? Sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> that's quite all right. Just it's a quality ring tune. That's tremendous. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a that's a. a bit <laughs> well, of... Did you pay for that? It was that sitting routine? like right underneath the microphone. I'm so sorry. It, it's it's a bit of a throwback. That one is that like uh, what did what, what was the I don't know. It's, it's one of the ones that comes on the iPhone. I don't know. I can't remember uh, which one it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I look forward. I'm to... sorry. I broke your train of thought. Just continue. <laughs> That's quite all right. Don't 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 stress about it at all. I suppose. Uh, yeah. Look for me. I have to say, ultimately. Uh, you know, for all the FA Cup talk during the week, um, if it doesn't necessarily go particularly well against Cardiff because we are trying a really experimental looking lineup, I can't say I'll be that arsed. But if we don't win our four Premier League games, I'll be pissed. If we don't um, win the Chelsea game uh, to pick up a trophy in a final, I will be pissed. And, you know, once we're in it, uh, once we're in the tie against Inter going to Anfield in the second leg, um, I'm okay with that. That would be what represents a good month for me. And let's not even get started uh, chatting about March, because even though it's a small amount of fixtures, comparatively speaking, there's some belters in there as well. I really, really am looking forward to the second half of this season so much, lads. I can't even tell you. It's 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 got me it's got me in a way that I haven't been for a long time. And you know, like I said, we could sort of um, witter on ad nauseum uh, about uh, where where things are and all the rest of it. But look, this game against Cardiff is coming up in. What are we recording Friday night? The game's Sunday. So some people will be listening to this and all the rest of it, but there's no point in us doing any big analysis. Lo- nobody has a freaking clue what Clapo's going to do, but I just do have one question for you. Um, I saw some experimental teams. I saw some lineups being touted by different people. If you had to pick the team, because we ended up being very good last time out when we tried to pick a team for, I think it was Arsenal in, in the in the League Cup or something like that. And we really nailed it. Uh, and then in, in, and then in, in a Premier League game as well. We? Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. So, right, so, okay. so I'm, 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 I'm all in now and us trying to nail this just out of pure curiosity. I don't want to give it too long because obviously this show has legs beyond the Sunday game. But I want to give it a minute or two just to see if we can pick uh, who it is is going to start in this FA Cup game. So will we all agree that it's likely to be Quivine between the sticks? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is that is is now? Uh, oh, by the way, there's a knock-on question. The knock-on question is, uh, obviously, Klopo has committed to Quivine Keller for the final, um, and I saw that raising eyebrows. I think that's absolutely the correct decision, and yes. um, I don't yeah. care. I don't care even if 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 Quive has a howler. I don't care. It's the right decision. He got us there. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. And can I just say, for the record, for the Anfield Index faithful who are listening, uh, and for the benefit of Mr. Gagstandon, who was talking in, in, in Discord earlier on about how uh, we have to go back to the original uh, Raw lineup uh, for the final, I, I'm, I have to say, absolutely not. It is Guy Drinkle's show. Guy Drinkle has quarterbacked the run, and therefore Guy Drinkle should absolutely be uh, hosting the final, in my opinion. I think it would be... Uh, I don't know. It it, it, it it rubs me the wrong way, superstition-wise, to do anything other than that. Just getting <laughs> that out there into the into the ether. Just let that the debate settle. So right back, who starts right back uh, on Sunday 
Uh, I'll go. I'll go. We we can have a little bit of discussion, but not too much. So Cam, you're picking a right back for the game on Sunday. Who's it? Bradley. Really? Yeah. Um. No, no, Trent, because um, we got four days rest till the Leicester game. So no, I'll, I'll stick with Trent. Sorry. You're going strong. I, I, you're, you're going I'm strong. I'm allowed to change my mind. Yes, you are. You are. Because yeah. Okay. The good Lord gave me a mind to change. Yes, it's quite the mind he gave you. Uh, left back, Lisa Marie. I think he goes with Robertson. Okay, we're going strong, strong, strong here. Centre half partnership. What do we reckon? I think I think I think Canada gets a game, right? I do. Yeah, I agree. And, and Virgil. Canada and Joe. I'm think I'm thinking Gomez deserves a game. Yeah. Yeah. He needs minutes. Yeah, yeah, but do we, but do, but do you put do you put a comparatively? I mean, I just mean in terms of playing together, inexperienced Geo in at centre half like that, or do you have one guy who's been playing all the way through? Well, Definitely, Canato's played quite a few games, hasn't he? He's been he's he's played a lot more minutes than Joe. Um, he I, has, I would, but they haven't necessarily played together. I don't think. Well, you know, th- this is the future, and the future starts on Sunday. I think Virgil. Uh, for for the record, I, th- I think Virgil plays, and I think uh, I think uh, he'll play alongside Kanate, and I think there's a great chance Joe Gomez plays at right back, but that's just that midfield. What are you doing? Hmm. Um, I think um, Curtis. Curtis plays. No two ways about it. Curtis. Um, are we I playing the kid? I don't Morton? think Fabinho will play. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll, Curtis Morton. I don't think the Brazilian boy starts, so um, it would be. Was it Morton? Yeah, yeah Morton. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's Tyler. gonna be Curtis. Yeah. It's gonna be Tyler Morton, and, and then probably Hendo for a bit of experience in there. Hendo or Milner. I yeah. guarantee it's going to be that. That's I, I, I have a terrible feeling that's what it's going to be. And by yeah. the way, you're all listening to this and throwing things at your various devices. I'm not Good. saying this is the this is the <laughs> midfield I want. I think this is likely. I hope I'm wrong. And obviously there are loads of lads there who are back in contention. Um, it'd be nice to see Harvey Elliott getting some minutes in that in that in that department. Um, Ox I'd see Naby get some minutes in. Nabi's back and Nabi yeah. has what, what Kloppo talks about with rhythm. I'd love to see him playing. Look, I would love to see him going really strong here. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd love to see him going strong in every single game because I think that's what, what we should be doing. So that's why I think it's going to be a really strong defence. I agree with you guys. My only shout would be, will he let Trent have a, a rare rest? But he's kind of had one, so maybe not. Uh, so I'm thinking, uh, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Joe's just on the bench for this one. But I think uh, I would love to see him go with Curtis, with Naby and A.N. other. And, you know, but Ox will be saying, I, I, I need to play. I want to play as well. And up top, um, who you, who, who you have? And obviously we're going to, we're going to, obviously we're short um, uh, Mo and Sadio. So are, you, are we going well, strong? Well, is Tacky back yet from Japan? Oh yeah, that's a good point. I assume he will be. I assume he will be. Yes, he, he of course he should be, right? There's no, there's no reason why he wouldn't be back in time. But I think he's gonna go. I think he'll go Gordon. Gordon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah Gordon yeah. and Jada. And yeah. Bob. And Bob. No. 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 Bobby. Didn't no Bobby, Bobby. Wasn't Bobby? Oh, Bobby didn't. Was, Bobby didn't go. I don't think no, Bobby I think, went. No, to I, Brazil. I, I think just think he did because I saw some IG posts and it was like family stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's going to be Bobby. I think Bobby starts. Yeah. I think yeah, I think, I think yeah. Bobby, Shada, and maybe Kate Gordon. Diogo and, and Kate. Okay, I'm I'm loving this. I'm all in on this. This is going to be exciting. Hopefully, that's uh, a, that's, a, that's a double figure scoring team. Those. <laughs> <laughs> it could be good. It could be good. Uh, now. We usually do non-football to finish off, and so that's exactly what we're going to do um, because I'm keeping an eye on the clock. We're at 53 minutes. I'd like to keep this to a tight hour. So um, I have three questions that I was going to ask you, and I'm going to just pick one of them. Um, so you get to vote on which question, uh, and I'll go with uh, I'll go with majority on this. So there were three questions about things that you couldn't live without. Uh, the first one was what item of clothing that you currently have, or even if it's just a generic type of clothing, could you not live without? Um, what food would you never be without? Uh, or what TV show or film would you never be without? Um, 
so actually we do an awful lot of talking about tv and film so we'll skip that one out so the choice is yours you can tell me about the item of clothing that you would never live without or want to live without uh, or what item of food you would never be without cam if you had to choose between the two which one would you like to talk about i don't mind i can do both oh man commit uh, all right, I've got an item of clothing. Ah, nice. I I, yeah. I, I, I thought you might. Are you okay to go along with that, Lisa Marie? That's fine. Okay, okay. Cam, do regale us with your tale of what item of clothing you would never be without. I've got a, a jumper. Oh, cardigan. this is a specific thing, right? It's yeah, one yeah, piece. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I've got right, a specific right. cardigan-type jumper. Okay. It's nothing particularly special to look at it's not of any brand or make or anything of that nature i've had this particular piece of clothing been married for it'll be 28 years in march so um see i know the date march 27th i, I don't forget the day you know it's a uh, been imprinted uh-huh. on my brain for many for obvious reasons not the obvious reasons you're thinking um life is worse is better than death um so the, um <laughs> this particular piece of clothing i've had for nearly 30 years this cardigan jumper and can i ask you do you wear it like as yeah, a yeah i wear it regular but like is it, is it something you put on like because it's cozy or yeah, yeah it's like... just i i'm just so comfortable in this and it's okay and it's not really even that comfortable it's just I've got <laughs> used to it you know I just it, it just feels like it's a part of me now it's like it's my baby i've nurtured it for 30 years <laughs> nearly you know and um you know i remember the store i bought it from yeah, I remember. Okay. The, the, I literally remember, you know, the the what else I bought with it, and yeah. what else I bought with it that day was horrendous. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. some of the most disgusting clothing I've ever bought in my life. And when I look back at it, I I cringe at the photos of those clothes I bought that day, and yeah. those waistcoats I bought that day as well, and they were all. And you know I like a waistcoat, Craig. You love a waistcoat, man. Yeah. So <laughs> this Cardi jumper, I, I will get a photo of it, of me wearing it. I'll take a selfie. And it, you'll, you'll be like, why? But it's just it's just magical. I, I, I think most people are going to be able to relate to having that magical piece of clothing, even if it's just a comfort uh, blanket equivalent. Yeah. Uh, I would be like That's that. It. but. That's it. But I think, you know, for me, it's more of a generic thing. Like, I will never be without a jacket that I love or maybe four jackets that i love <laughs> um i i fucking i fucking love a jacket lads i do i really do not I so much you were gonna say a hat <laughs> i yeah oh well actually now that you mention it <laughs> now that you mention it there is there is a particular uh pat's bobble hat that i'm never ever out of yes yeah, so, but i kind of consider that part of my head now so I don't know, it doesn't really count. Uh, yeah, so I, I do love a jacket. Um, uh, yeah, I, I go out of my way to have jackets that I like, that I can have a little choice between. Lisa Marie, what about yourself? Are yeah, you I mean, it's not necessarily a specific piece of clothing. Um, or, or, you know, but I, I always do have some sort of a sweater, a cardigan, or jumper, as you all would say. I mean, I'm I have a whole closet full of them. And okay, well, I'm no, I'm confused. I'm confused because Cam talks about cardigan, <laughs> and for me, cardigan's something that buttons up. But I'm no, yes, no, you can, yes. you can have, you can have cardigans yes. that that you can zip through and stuff. I get that. No, but for me, be, yeah, I mean, they would button up. They're rarely buttoned, but I wear them over dresses and you know, okay, shirts okay. and blouse. Anyway, so yeah, I've always, I mean, I'm, it's kind of my thing and I mean all you know around year round because even though it gets very warm here in the summertime you know you go into you know the office or a restaurant or whatever and they've got the air conditioning just cranked up so that it's like you know five below Mm. so you can (laughs) you carry one of these with you just so that you're you know not cold so so I have to have but the other thing and I don't know that this would necessarily count as an item of clothing but I always have something to pull my hair back with Oh, mm, me too. <laughs> a clip or, or something to to 
keep it out of my face. That's just, that is, that was the thing that popped into my head. And I know that doesn't, isn't necessarily a piece of clothing, but I do always have something to pull my hair back. Well, no, but like, would you have a favorite clip? Like, do you know that, like, I get yeah. like that, this stuff yeah. that you just, yeah, yeah, you see. And then of course it, it breaks and you have to find another one or yeah, accidentally yeah. gets lost because you carry it around with you everywhere. Yeah. But, but yes, but no, I have, there's something that I'm always have to, to pull my hair back with. You know, you, you, you've brought back memories for the, the first time I went over to um, to the States. Uh, I was in Florida and I got off the plane and I thought there was somebody blowing hot air in my face. And I was going, what the fuck's <laughs> going on here? This is ridiculous. What, what? Who the fuck is blowing hot air into my face? And then I realized, no, no. <laughs> That's just the atmosphere, Trev. So I, w- <laughs> I got get used to it, and, and I, I, like everywhere I go, it's sort of, I sort of imprinted on it immediately. Uh, I always want to live wherever I am at that per- period of time. But that was such a culture shock. Was you're going out for dinner in your shorts and t-shirt, and then you go in somewhere and it's fucking freezing. And I was like, this is mental. This is the exact <laughs> opposite of where I come from. This is so mad. <laughs> that you know i can't you know in ireland you're going out for dinner you've got 17 coats on but eight hats and then you go in and you know it's it's it, there's a lovely warm fire and you, you're peeling all the layers off that's such a it was such a mad culture shock i have to say really it was one of, one of the weirdest things about about uh being stateside first time for me we should start wrapping up guys because it Trev, is just sorry before yeah. you go, i just need to add it wasn't a sweater uh cardigan it was a jumper it's simple as that. It's just a jumper. I don't know why I was saying sweater and cardigan. I was just being um, an alternative idiot, I guess. Well, well, you, listen, man. It's it is it is your reputation, and and, and it's your right to do I've got that. To it, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, you've got to add to it, right? Okay, so so it was a jumper. It was a jumper. Okay. okay. I yeah, everybody's everybody's got a favorite jumper. Uh, I want to let you guys have a go at signing off. If you have a specific sign off to do, I've got a very brief one. I'll keep it till the end. Was there anything you wanted to finish on, Cam? Um, not particularly. Just um. It's it's great to have uh, the Reds playing again. Um, it's been a long couple of weeks, and um, yeah. really looking forward to the game on Sunday uh, because I do like the FA Cup. Yes, I do myself. As uh, anyone who listened to uh, the new show, uh, Glory Days, uh, will know. And if you haven't listened to it, why haven't you listened to it? Go and listen to it. Uh, Lisa Marie, anything to sign off in particular? Uh, just a just a couple little quotes. Ooh, um, nice, nice. And we'll see if you can guess who these are from. Go on then. Remorse is the poison of life. Ooh. I would always rather be happy than dignified. Ooh. Carl Kopak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no concept of who that is. Trap Downey. Trev, you should know it's it's my fellow Bronte sister, Charlotte. Oh, is this okay? Okay. <laughs> how did I not how did I not know what your sister was? Okay, that's terrible. Uh, okay, so and um, what is it from? What which which Bronte thing is it Charlotte, from? Charlotte. Charlotte Bronte. But, but do we know what is it is it from a specific uh, text? I, it didn't say. Look it was just quotes okay. that were attributed to her. Okay, remorse is the poison of life. I don't know I, that I they like were that. from any of her novels just maybe okay letters i do like it, that it didn't that, attribute that's... it to jane Eyre or anything like that so yeah i do like that phrase i do like that phrase remorse is pretty useless uh and your last quote that was it oh i thought you said there were two sorry there were two i, uh, I guess it didn't quotes. pause long enough in between them they were both very okay short. <laughs> okay well give me the second one again because i've totally spaced on the second one what was the second one the second one was i would always rather be happy than dignified oh nice yeah yeah i like that i like that it's like a it's like a, a sort of um it's like a, a more civilized version of i'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a front lobotomy um it's nice <laughs> i like that <laughs> i'm sure there's some people who disagree not realizing what <laughs> Yeah. So my sign off is simple. Um, will you, if you're listening to the show, go and have a look at the Anfield Index and Anfield Index Pro Twitter accounts 
or go to the website and go and have a look and see the changes that are afoot at the channel. It's an exciting time for us, also a nervous time. You know, we're going to need uh, you guys who have been good enough to be subscribers to stay with us. We hope you will. And we hope you'll uh, be added to in numbers greatly because we have uh, ambitions uh, to do a lot of things with the channel. But things are changing and people are going to be able to access the shows um, like this one. They always could. They're going to be able to access all the shows um, 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 for free. And we're hoping that people will uh, take that step down and, and, and when they hear what they, they, they can hear, uh, be attracted enough to go and subscribe uh, to the channel and get rid of all the ads and uh, get into the discord and the vip sections there and be able to chat with the community because i think that is a big uh, plus um, you do kind of feel part of something and i, I do love doing the live shows uh, because you can interact with people that you wouldn't get a chance to otherwise i know i'm terrible uh, for example at, at, at social media in general and it's a lovely feeling doing the live shows on discord because these people who you know and you see them on your Twitter feed and you, you occasionally interact, you can actually interact with live during shows. And yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. So do keep an eye on all the changes that are happening at Anfield Index and Anfield Index Pro and uh, keep us uh, in mind. And if you haven't been listening to shows or if shows were behind the paywall before and you, you hadn't got a chance to listen to them, do go and uh, wrap your ears around, say me and Jan Malby having a weekly chat. I don't think you'll be disappointed by uh, the Great Dane or the UP guys or whoever happens to be. Lots of choice for you out there. So keep your ears open for that. We have been the Anfield Index podcast. I've been Trev Downey. You heard Lisa Marie Hanahan and Cam Branch. And we'll be back with you very, very soon. So you know what I'm going to tell you. It's a rough L time out there. You know, strange things are afoot. And have been for many, many, many months and a couple of years at this stage. Uh, difficult time to be alive, but the Reds are going to help us through it. They have been. They continue to be. It's an exciting time. So do be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, We'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.